When have I been afraid to express myself in new ways? When have I been afraid to dance in front of people, to wear that new outfit, to try that new piece of art, to post on Instagram, to sing out loud where other people can hear me? Any of these things can be a symptom, can be a indicator that there's a part of you that doesn't know if you deserve to be here, to be here, to take up space, to fucking live in the world. Welcome to the Magic of Transformation podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Zeller. This episode is a little bit of a short, quick one in which I share a bit of a vulnerable, intimate revelation I had just yesterday, in fact. And yeah, I thought I would share it with you because I think that there's a lot of people that can resonate with this revelation of mine. And I'm feeling so good. I'm just feeling really liberated over the last few weeks to month. I mean, I'm just, I mean, I'm honestly feeling like a whole new person, like just freedom in a new way than I ever have before. And that freedom is available to you too. My friend, if that's something that you're not currently feeling, it is available to everyone. So I can't wait until you listen in. As always, if you would like to work with me or check out my offerings, you can check them out at thetransformationschool.com. And if you would like to be entered in to win a free one-on-one magic session or money off of a workshop or program of mine, then all you have to do is leave a five-star written review on Apple. You can see a link to do that in the show notes. Or if you would like to give me a five stars on Spotify, you can take a screenshot of that and send me the screenshot at my Instagram at Stephanie Zeller Speaks. If this episode resonates with you and you feel like it would resonate with a friend, be sure to pass it along to them. Thank you so much for being here. Without further ado, enjoy the episode. So I had a bit of a revelation this last week, and that's what I want to share with you today, because I think that everyone will be able to relate to this in some way. So this last week, I sent out a email to all of my subscribers. And in this email, I just shared six really key important things that you want to keep in mind for the month of July and how to really how to really tackle and master this month. And I just really enjoyed writing this email and sent it off. And after I sent it, I looked and I realized that I hadn't sent an email to my subscribers for the last few months. Now, I do this thing called the Weekly Dose of Magic. And if you sign up for a Weekly Dose of Magic, you will immediately be signed up to receive two magic doses. But ideally, what I want to do is send out a Weekly Dose of Magic. Every week might be stretching it, but probably every other week is is likely. I, I spend a lot of time crafting these emails. And there's a lot of kind of graphics that I will make for each one. So they take me a couple hours probably each to create. For a while, I was sending them out pretty regularly. And then about three months ago, I just they just tapered off. Like a lot of my focus went to my students, my coaching clients, my workshops, and this podcast. At least at least that's what I thought. That's what I told myself. And yesterday when I sent this email, um, after I sent it, I was 
telling my partner that I was really surprised that I hadn't sent an email out for a few months. And he kind of made this comment. um, He does a lot of personal work himself. And he made this comment like, yeah, I've been thinking a lot about that, too, about how I hide myself in certain ways because I don't feel like I deserve to be here. Something to that effect. And it really struck me and I immediately it immediately resonated with me. And I said, yeah, I think that actually has a lot to do with it. I think that I had some self-limiting beliefs around sending these emails. I feel like uh, there was a small part of me that, I don't know, like didn't want to annoy people with emails or didn't know how the emails were being received or... I don't know. And the the interesting thing is, I actually had quite a few people that would reply to these emails and tell me that they were loving them. But when we are stuck in a story, when we're stuck in a narrative, when we have self-limiting beliefs, we could receive all of the positive feedback and praise in the world. And it's almost like we're mind blind to it. Because our narrative is something different than what's happening. And This is also why, you know, maybe you've seen in like films, or maybe you've experienced this in your own life. But if somebody's constantly telling you like, I love you, I love you, and it's almost like you just can't receive it. Or if again, like if you've seen this in a film, like, there's this archetypal character of just feeling like they're never loved enough. And people are telling them like, I love you, I want to be here for you. But then there's something in them that's not letting themselves receive it. Like you see this a lot of times in films with the archetype of the addict. The addict can be really self sabotage and doesn't receive love or help from anybody. And that's because in their mind, in their construct, their narrative of life, they don't deserve love. They don't know what it's like to receive love. Something likely happened in their past that taught them that they don't deserve love, that maybe they're not worthy of love. And that's their narrative. And so we build our reality based on what we believe. So the addict, the sort of self-sabotaging person goes out and they create a reality. They self-sabotage to where people have a hard time loving and supporting them. And then they get somebody in their life that's like trying to beg them to see that they are loved. And yet, there's a cognitive dissonance there. They're mind blind to it. They're not able to see it. They're not able to receive it. So the work of our life, the work of our adulthood, the work of individuation is to discern like, what is my construct of life? Where am I limiting myself from receiving love, from being loved, from feeling my self-worth, and from creatively expressing? And that's what I realized with these emails, because I hadn't sent one in a while, is like, I was living in this kind of construct, this very unconscious construct of that could be annoying to some people. And here's the truth. Here's the interesting truth. They probably are (laughs) annoying to some people. Like, you know, out of all the people on my subscriber list, there's probably a few that don't love getting the emails. Okay. There's a few people out of the many that are subscribed that may not love it. And so what? Like, I'm going to not send them at all because of maybe those few people. Like, do you see how that doesn't make any sense whatsoever? Below the surface of this feeling like, oh, 
that might be annoying to some people, or I don't know how these are being received. There's actually a deeper sensation, a deeper feeling, a deeper belief of, I don't know if I have the right to be here. I don't know if I deserve to be here. I don't know if I deserve to take up space. I don't know if I deserve attention. And this is so common. Like, if you are sitting here kind of like, I don't really know what she's talking about, I would say pause. Okay, and just give it a beat and ask yourself, when have I been afraid to shine? When have I been afraid to voice my opinion? When have I been afraid to try something new? When have I been afraid to express myself in new ways? When have I been afraid to dance in front of people, to wear that new outfit, to try that new piece of art, to post on Instagram, to sing out loud where other people can hear me? Any of these things can be a symptom, can be a indicator that there's a part of you that doesn't know if you deserve to be here, to be here, to take up space, to fucking live in the world. Now, where did we pick this up? Oh, God, there's so many ways that we probably picked these ideas up. But I think like, just imagine your two year old self walking around your mind just like a sponge in this theta state, theta brainwave state, everything that happens to you is just being programmed, like imprinted on your little mind. And here you are, maybe screaming and dancing and running around. And one of your parents says, stop, I have a headache or be quiet, or you're being annoying, or shut up, or go to your room. Okay, that happens once, then it happens a dozen times, then it happens a thousand times. What's the message that we pick up? I'm too much. I'm too loud. I'm too annoying. I need to be quiet. I need to be small. This person doesn't want me here. Now, Does it mean that that person didn't want you here? Probably not. That person probably does or did want you around. Just for whatever reason, they snapped at you. What happened, like what the truth is of what happened or what they were really thinking or what you picked up actually doesn't matter. What matters is the way that you interpreted that with your two-year-old mind because that's what's imprinted. And for so many people, for so many of my clients, for so many people out in the world that I meet, that I talk to, that I see, there's this underlying fundamental belief of like, I don't know that I deserve to be here. And we all pick that up in childhood, whether it was from our caretakers, which is usually like probably 95% of the time where it's from, but also maybe at school, maybe our friend group, like if we get rejected from hanging out with the other kids in kindergarten and first grade and sixth grade and ninth grade, anytime that we're sort of excluded from the group, othered, told that we're too much, anything like that, it's wired in, it's programmed in that we don't deserve to be here. And then it just presents in all of these interesting ways once we get into adulthood. And there are sneaky and they're insidious ways. And we can't figure it out. It's like, 
why is it so hard for me to post on Instagram? I'm not saying that it's hard for me in particular. I'm using this as uh, an example. Although in the past, at certain times, it has been hard. But it's like, if I want to step outside of my comfort zone, if I want to express myself in new big ways, why is that so hard for me? Like, why is that scary? Like, what does that mean? And almost always it comes back to this thread, this really, really, really deep hidden belief that we don't know if we deserve to be here. And in our past, when we fully expressed, when we've been big and loud and boisterous in ourselves and our full creative self, like letting our freak flag fly, we've not been received well. We've been rejected. We've been othered. We've been told to be quiet, that we're too much, that we're annoying to shut up, to do something different from what we're doing. Now, it's interesting if you've listened to my most recent podcast episode called Fuck the Haters, You Do You, you would know that I went through a bout of rejection recently from somebody very, very close to me that just like outright rejected me. (laughs) And I laugh just because it's like so absurd that this happened. Uh, But this person like pretty much outright rejected me and mocked me and belittled me and made fun of me in front of other people and did it more than once. And it set me off on this process of having to confront the parts of me that were already there that were afraid of rejection. And I didn't realize that those parts still existed in me. I didn't know that they were there. And I have worked through loads of rejection. You guys, transformation is a spiral. It's not like we do things once and then like we're good. Okay, what happens is we have a certain number of beliefs or things that are programmed in our subconscious mind. And every time we process them, we remove them, we change them to a degree. But if there's still some underlying beliefs that still exist, then they're also going to come up at a later date to be processed for us to be able to remove them and see the truth. Now, when I say remove them and see the truth, what I mean is like, if I have a belief that if I'm my true self, and I show that to the world, I'm going to be rejected, and then I won't be able to handle that rejection. That belief is going to limit me from expressing myself in the world, right? Like if I'm afraid that I'm going to be rejected, then I am less likely to be my full self because I don't want to experience that rejection. But then what's happened to me over many years is I have been rejected. I've been rejected by like my mentors or whatever, just like people. And every time it's happened, I've had to work out that belief. And that belief changes. So it's like my previous belief is I'm going to be rejected and then I'm not going to be able to handle that rejection to it's okay if I'm rejected because I accept myself and I don't have to be liked by everyone. Not everyone needs to agree with me and I can be in a place of loving awareness no matter what happens. And I can be in a place of joy. Even if the whole world is like, quote, rejecting me, I can still access love and joy from within me. And so what that does is that frees me from the fear of rejection. Because if I am depending on other people as my source for validation, happiness, 
then if they reject me, it's like they're taking away my happiness. But if I know how to source happiness from within me, no matter what, no matter what, I know how to access love and joy, because a river of love and joy is constantly flowing through me. And the only person that's blocking that from within me is myself. If I know how to access that at any moment in time, then I fear rejection less. So what is that going to do? That's going to free me up to express in the world, to share my true authentic self to creatively express. Because if someone does reject me, I'll be okay because I still have access to joy and happiness. So I hope that that kind of makes sense. So we go through spirals of transformation, meaning like I've gone through level after level after level of working through fears of rejection. And what's happened since then is like people have rejected me and I haven't cared. I mean, I've genuinely not cared what these people have thought of me or the fact that they disagreed with me or the fact that they were even attacking me. Like it's just completely not bothered me at all. And that's what integration is. Like that's what moving through our fears of rejection in a really embodied, integrated way does is it truly liberates us from caring about what other people think. But what ended up happening recently was someone very, very close to me rejected me. So it was like, this is level like 20, right? Like, 20 years ago, I was on level one when somebody just totally random rejected me. And now I'm on level 20 where someone really, really, really close to me rejected me and they did it in a really public way. And now I have to figure out like, okay, whoa, that did hurt. That did burn. But I want to be free of this so that even if someone very, very close to me rejects me, I can still access my inner joy and happiness. So this is what I did. And if you listen to that episode, uh, Fuck the Haters You Do, you can hear all sorts of information about exactly how I moved through that, as well as suggestions and tools for how you can too the next time that you're rejected or if you're fearing rejection of something, like what to do, how to move through that. Well, I found that since I've done that, there's been a new sense of freedom in me. And this is actually something that a lot of people, both people that I know and people that I kind of barely know have noticed in me. They've told me like, wow, your energy feels lighter. You seem more free. I even had one person tell me like, you seem taller. <laughs> um, your voice has changed. There's these kind of different things about me that are emerging since I've released this fear of rejection because now it's just really freeing me up to be more of my authentic self expressing in the world. And there's less that's pulling me back or, or limiting me. And the reason I sent out this email so freely this week to my subscribers is because that new, authentic essence is being expressed so freely now out into the world that there is nothing holding me back. Those thoughts of, oh, I don't want to annoy people, or what if somebody doesn't like this email, or whatever the fuck, weren't there. They just like weren't there. And so when I was telling my partner, yeah, it's so crazy. I haven't sent out an email in three months. And then he reflected back to me, you know, yeah, this this idea of I deserve to be here. It really gave me pause because I didn't even realize that that's why I hadn't sent an email. But when he said that, I knew. I was like, ah, yeah. These last few months, I was really teasing out some tendrils of fear of rejection and I was really caught in that vice for a while over the last few months. And that is, I think, why I wasn't sending more emails. If you are feeling like there's an invisible wall in front of you, that's like, it's like, how do I break through this? What is this thing? Like, why can't I just do this thing 
out in the world? Why can't I make this change in my life? Why can't I do this thing that I say I've been wanting to do? Why can't I follow through? Why can't I try this new thing? Like, what is this? Perhaps it's this feeling deep, deep inside you that you aren't sure that you deserve to be here. Everyone, every single person that is living deserves to be here. We don't look around at trees in the world and we say like, oh, this one deserves to be here, but this one doesn't, but this one does, this one does, this one doesn't, this one does, right? We don't look at newborn babies and think this baby doesn't deserve to be here. And we don't look at you and think you don't deserve to be here. This working out of I don't know if I deserve to be here can take time. Like it can take time to really work through that. And it requires in general real fucking work, like real dedicated inner work to move through that. It requires you to process. It requires you to reflect upon why you believe that. It requires you to like move through the emotions But when you do, when you do the work, you reap the rewards and the rewards on the other side are total freedom of that belief and this invisible wall just dissolving. It's like stepping out of a prison and it feels so good. I mean, like I have freed myself from so, so much, so much. People that knew me like five to six years ago, when they run into me now and they spend more than like five minutes with me, they tell me, I've had multiple people now tell me like, whoa, you are so different. You feel so grounded. Energy is different. You're just so much more calm. And like, it's because I'm in my body now. I own who I am. There's no more pushing. There's no more striving. There's no more frenetic, freaking out energy to try to find my place in the world, to try and figure out who I am, to try and find success. And all those things have come. Like I have success. I feel amazing. But now I don't have to go out into the world to find those things. It all starts from within. And this rewriting this narrative of you don't deserve to be here starts from within you too. So today, if this has resonated with you at all, if there's something in your life that you want to do that there's just like this ugh, like invisible wall in front of you, I just want to say right now, put your hands over your heart. Take a deep, deep breath into your heart. Let out a sigh and just say to yourself, I deserve to be here. And say it again. I deserve to be here. And you out there, the one that doesn't want to say this or the one that feels kind of weird saying it, you need this the most. You need this the most. So one more time. I deserve to be here. You guys, if you need extra support on your journey, I have two 
very, very powerful life-changing programs that are here for you. One is called Transform Foundations, which is a 12-week live course to help you completely eliminate anxiety, increase joy and confidence in your life. It really helps you get into your own skin, become really embodied, and just feel like you have a connection to this earth and like you deserve to be here. If you are interested in that course, there is a free masterclass that gives you a bit of this information. I mean, the masterclass in and of itself can totally change things for you. And I'm going to put that in the show notes. And if you are feeling a little bit creatively blocked or just confused, like lacking clarity when it comes to your job, your career, or you just haven't achieved the kind of success that you would like to in your career. All of this can tie back to this feeling, this underlying belief of like, I don't know if I deserve to be here. And the perfect course for you, if you fall into that category, is my nine month long, super, super supportive workshop called Your Life's Work. You can check that out in the show notes as well. You deserve to be here. You deserve to be here. And my suggestion for you is to start telling yourself that every single day because it's true. And by the way, if you would like to get on my subscriber only email list, because now that I'm feeling a bit more liberated, there are going to be more magic doses to come. You can sign up for that in the show notes as well. If this episode resonated with you and you think it would resonate with someone that you know and love, please pass it on to them. And if you wouldn't mind taking a few seconds to leave a five-star review, I would greatly, greatly appreciate you. Thank you so, so much for being here. Until next time.